0: Hello, America, and everywhere else in the world. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Corey Has a Podcast. I am your host, Corey Easley, once again, and uh, I'm back. So, last time I told you guys about me getting caught in an Instagram scam. Um, <laughs> it's interesting. I have I go through these waves. I'm sure, like everybody else, I'm not, I'm not like so unique in this experience, right? Um, and that's fine. We all go through the same shit. All the time. And we just handle things differently, right? But we live in the same world. How can we not have similar experiences? Anyway, so I've been on Instagram and trying to just grow more visibility, just mostly for my fitness stuff, seeing what I can make of it, seeing what I could uh, grow it into. And, you know, seeing if I could promote my business a little bit more, apart from what else, whatever else I do. Sometimes, also, I just like to um, share my fitness journey because I'm really proud of myself, right? Nothing wrong with that. Um, but sometimes I just don't give a shit about Instagram, as we all go through this, right? And, you know, so I, I had this guy reach out to me and was like, listen, man. You could grow your page to... Blah, 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 and it was a black fitness page. And this dude kept being on some... You could grow it to this and that and blah, 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 blah. First of all, I know that shit is... um, I know that that shit is bullshit, right? But the guy was like, listen, $35 or $36 or something like that. I think it was $36. If I, <laughs> if I go back and listen to my last episode, I'm pretty sure I was 36 And he goes... Yeah, and I'm like, you know what? How bad could this be? I didn't give him any personal information. I just cash app this motherfucker thirty six dollars, and all of a sudden, I just had all these bots started following me, and I was like, oh Jesus Christ! And I ended up getting up to something crazy, like from thirteen hundred to like twenty nine, close to three thousand followers, like within two hours. It was wild, and then. The guy kept hitting me up. Hey man, I can get you to five thousand. And I was like, no thanks, man. I was just kind of curious how this goes. And he kept hitting me up, and I kept saying no thanks. And then he low key almost caught a little bit of an attitude with me on some, you really gonna be like this type shit. And I said, yo. And then I got fucking mad because I'm, my I think my biggest trigger is somebody talking to me in a way where it sounds like they feel like they could slap the shit out of me or something. Like I don't know what it is. I mean, I grew up in. In an environment where it was like motherfucker really would slap the shit out of you. So I I, I always perceive that as like a immediately as a threat. And like, oh, I may have to get into a physical altercation with this person. And it doesn't always happen. Obviously, as an adult, that doesn't just happen. But I don't like being spoken to in a certain way by anybody. I don't care if I'm wrong we're still going to respectfully have a conversation as an adult. So this motherfucker was like, he was insisting. He was just, like, trying to upsell me. I was literally just curious about this shit because I wanted to talk about it on the podcast and see what would happen. And I had to put my foot down and be like, listen, man, I'm not interested. Please stop sending me these messages. And I was about to block him, but I did not because... First of all, I could tell that he was like, it's like when you call customer service and these motherfuckers are like on the other side of the world, he's like, brother, it was like, stop calling me brother. First of all, um, now at first I was cool with it, but now you're overdoing it. You know what I mean? American brothers don't do that shit. We don't say brother every two fucking seconds. And it's weird when a white dude keeps saying brother. And black dudes don't overuse brother. So I knew he was, wasn't was American. But anyway. Um, I just, you know, I, I shut it down. But, it, you know, this is the moral of the story. If somebody hits you up and says you want to grow your following. And you pay them $36 or more. Whatever. I'm, I'm sure the rates are all different. Um, you'll gain a bunch of followers. There'll be a bunch of bots with weird names. Some of them will be weird sexual ones. Some of them will be weird. They follow a lot of people, but they don't. Instagram gets weird about it. They're like, why do you have all these followers all of a sudden? Why don't you post a reel so you can get in touch with your new followers? It's stupid. But anyway, you know, there's a Jay-Z quote where he says, "Hove did that, so hopefully you don't have to go through that in the song Haste to the Izzo. So I did that so I could share this experience, and now you know what would happen if you did it. Anyway... That's it. The guy hit me up one more time sometime in the middle of the week and it was like hey man just so you know I'm offering it. He came like very carefully and I said yo bro I'm gonna say this one more time. Not interested. Thank you. Have a nice day. And he left it like that. He left it alone. Didn't say shit else to me. I swear to God if this motherfucker hits me up one more time I'm blocking. You know I got no problem blocking people. I I got more people blocked than I'm following. That's not true, but it could happen. You know, the block feature is great. You know, they they there's quotes and shit that come out that talk about your diet is not only what you eat, it's what you watch, it's the people you're around, the shit you consume like on social media, the new everything you absorb. You know what I mean? And um I don't follow motherfuckers that annoy me. I don't follow people that I'm not friends with. Like, I, you know, we we sometimes will have people in our lives that will all, like, anytime you see that, their shit pop up on your feed, you're like, oh, God, I hate this person. This person annoys me. Just unfollow them then. Who cares? What are they going to do? Beat the shit out of you? What are they going to do? Get you fired from your job? Like, you know, it. it to me, it's just like, Yo, you don't like it, get rid of it That's just my mentality I know that's hard for a lot of people But my mentality really is This doesn't work, done with it I don't like it, get rid of it So now, it's just one less pain in the ass in my life Um, So lately, yeah, so that's how the Instagram thing went Um, Lately, I've been Well, not lately, actually Yesterday, I was thinking about The Lion King And it really occurred to me Who is The Lion King, right? Right? And From my understanding The way it works is like Because the movie The Lion King Is obviously Very similar to the story of Hamlet By Shakespeare right And um, You know the uncle Although I find it hard to believe that Scar Started fucking uh, Mufasa's wife Right There's no fucking way But um, she just seemed like way too powerful of a woman for him you know, he was kind of scrawny, and he had a narrow, skinny ass, and Mufasa was so big and powerful. But I think Mufasa was the Lion King. And then the title of Lion King was floating around after his untimely demise. And then uh, and then for a while, Scar became the Lion King, funny enough. And then after that, ultimately, the one true king, Simba, I just can't wait to be king, uh, became the Lion King, and that's how the story goes to me, so the Lion King was, the title of the Lion King was getting passed around, you know, but the Lion King is just a title, right, it's like, uh, it's like being the, the store, the general manager, right, of the, of the uh, kingdom, right, and the beginning of the movie is kind of set up, if I remember correctly, I haven't seen this movie in a long time, but it's kind of set up with, you got Big Mufasa and Little Mufasa, a.k.a. Simba. Did they give that kid a middle name? And what was Mufasa's last name? Hold on a second. Big Mufasa, Little Mufasa. Hold on. What was Mufasa's last name there's no way he had a last name Mufasa is an amazing character but that King Mufasa sire Mook well he had other names and did you know that Mufasa's parents names were Ahadi and Uru Ahadi was the father and Uru was the mother Uru U R U. are you um but what is the Lion King's real name Mufasa the definition of a leader Mufasa whose name means king in in the Manizoto language. Sorry if I'm butchering that. I don't want to be disrespectful, but I just read what it says here on the page, right? Uh, Is a strong patriarchal figure. He has many good qualities, including bravery, loyalty, strength, and his love of family, as he is respected and revered by the vast majority of animals. Man, Animal Kingdom is so cool you know, but I was wondering, like, so Nala was Simba's little friend as a child, and eventually Simba would take over, and, um, you know, I would, it it was my understanding that as the Lion King, he had all those lionesses around, and all the children were Mufasa's children, but they all had different mothers, so I thought that there might have been a weird relation between Nala and Simba so and then it only occurred to me recently like over this weekend hold on a second are Simba and Nala related Nala is introduced as the daughter of an unnamed lion and Serafina the best friend of Simba and ultimately becomes his wife as well as the daughter-in-law of Mufasa and Sarabi Sarabi and says uh, Simba's mom and the niece-in-law of Scar by the end of the line can not become Simba's wife as well as his queen. Right, but are they... The fact that Simba and Nala even get together not only is pretty squicky. never heard that word before, because they're direct cousins. Never thought of this until now. I swear to God, they're direct cousins, but also because it goes against natural line order. The answer then to our pressing question is, yes, Simba and Nala are related because their mom's are related huh interesting and Mufasa was just walking around with all these lionesses looking at him like there he is there's the king and he was big and powerful and ferocious and honestly who wouldn't want to be with him and then next thing you know star comes along all Right? and maybe he wasn't in there laying laying down his seed but uh, Simba had to come up in there and and start doing some things himself. So I never really put this together until I was thinking about it over the weekend. By the way, happy Mother's Day, everybody. Today is Mother's Day. Last year, I did an episode of this podcast where I know you're still... My, your mind is blown about the Simba and Nala being directly related to each other. But it's fine. It's animals. You know what I mean? The difference between animals and people is... Not that people don't fuck their cousins and have kids with them, because people do that. But the difference is nobody talks about it. Or at least nobody that we can understand talks about it. But maybe somewhere in the jungle, the zebras who really just like are a, snacks on fucking four legs running around for these lions. I just saw some nature's metal shit where these zebras were all running and this fucking lion just runs out Grabs one of the zebras with absolutely no problem at all. Like, it would be like the equivalent of me tackling an old woman on a walker, is how easily this lion takes the zebra down and immediately starts eating it. Kills it right away out of courtesy and respect because I think cats are super respectful. But anyway, <laughs> the big cats, that's what you want to get killed by, right? I was listening to uh, Bill Burr and Paul Versey. They were talking about. You don't want to get killed by a bear. You don't want to get killed by like some poisonous reptile because their venom will stun you. And then you'll be kind of like paralyzed, like terrifying, like sleep paralysis. I can't feel shit from the neck down, but I'm watching myself get eaten alive. Like that seems terrifying and just like awful. Although you won't live to tell anybody how bad it was, right? That's the thing that always gets me. And a bear will just start eating. Like a bear will start right at your thigh. And you got to just sit there and watch your whole, you know, everything just get ripped to shreds. But uh, lions will go straight for the jugular, kill you so you can't run away. And then they'll just start grazing on you. Um, which is the probably the more pleasant way to go, I would imagine. But the thing that drives me nuts about people talking about how they'd rather die is there has not been one person in the history outside of the books and it's all fake talk that has come back and been like yeah man i tell you what drowning was way worse than being burned alive like no one has ever done that but anyway happy mother's day um i love my mom to death she's great right but we do this thing and last year i was on my my podcast it's called Corey has a podcast i was on it and motherfuckers were I was just talking about how I, my mother's day kind of annoys me just because of the fact that it's this we, it gives you this weird pressure to have to do a thing or have to like show everyone how much you love your mom. And it's like, and then everybody else has to feel like they need to defend all love my mom every day. It's like, yeah, of course, I'm sure you do. We all do. We love our moms unless you have a, fucked up relationship with your mom and a really like uh tragic family dynamic or something like that yeah we all have our moms like it's cool but and i get it right it's like part of me is like am i being a party pooper about this whole mother's day thing and also what what am i party pooping and who invented the term party pooping and this is my problem because now i'm not even talking about mother's day but when did we start using the term party pooping? This is one of the most educational episodes we've had in a while. Where did party pooper come from? Uh, in the 19th century, pooped was a nautical term used by seamen. of oh thank you, When feeling overwhelmed after unexpected strong waves crashed the ship, and washed over them eventually this term changed to mean tired or exhausted hence a party pooper is someone who exhausts and drains the life out of a celebration this is the thing this is why i'm not a party pooper. because i would never be in the state of mind that's gonna bring people down and bring my whack-ass vibe or energy because we all go get there right I never want anybody to feel me having a whack vibe. So what I do is I'll just remove myself or not go put myself around people if I'm in a whack space. I sit down, I reflect, and I let the moment pass. It's totally fine to deal with things however you want. But bringing your whack-ass energy around motherfuckers that are trying to have a good time, that, there should be a term for that. I guess you're like a, Buzzkill. Your uh, that's all I could think of. To be honest, I'm not about to sit here and start reaching, you know. But uh, yeah, I'm a, a party pooper. I guess, yeah. So I would just decide not to go if I felt lame, because that was my understanding. Like a party pooper is somebody who uh, I thought a party pooper was somebody who. Well, now I didn't even know what I thought anymore because I know the truth because the internet told me, but. I guess we all just have our own meanings for things. You know, Uh, a lot of self-discovery this week. I found out that other people didn't think this, but when I was a kid, I thought cold slaw was gross. Turns out it's just like little shredded lettuce and cabbage and shit. I mean, I don't know, with mayonnaise on it. And uh, some people hate mayonnaise. But one thing I never do is um uh, make someone feel like an asshole for liking something that i don't like i'll just like try to figure out the most i'm not going to shit on what you like way to be like yeah i don't get i don't really fuck with that you know what i mean but some people don't some people are the worst they'll just be like oh that's gross you like that and you're like yeah i do like that god i hate that it's so fucking disgusting if someone does that that's a sign of their immaturity I said it. Someone had to say it, and it was me. Um, that's a sign of immaturity, right? Let people enjoy what the fuck they like, right? You wouldn't do that shit to somebody who told you that somebody whose uh, spouse you found unattractive, and you've always found that type of person unattracting. You wouldn't go when they introduce you to their spouse. Oh, God, you picked them. You wouldn't do that. You might do it behind their back. Because you're a piece of shit But you wouldn't do it To them So why would you do it About something they like to put Inside their body Um (laughs) So Yeah The moral of the story is Listen there's a couple of points here That I want to drive home Number one Um Anything goes in the animal kingdom Right And when you are at the top of the food chain Like say Mufasa Um you can do whatever you want, right? You can do whatever you want, and motherfuckers are going to hate on you and feel like they should be in the position you're in. Um, but you got to be smart, you know? Mufasa was so noble, and he cared about his family so much that it ultimately made it easy for him to... Uh, You know, what happened to him. Hey, if you've never seen The Lion King at this point, I really don't know what to tell you. But uh, watch the movie. It's really good. (laughs) It's a classic. And it still somehow can bring some adults to tears. Um, And it teaches kids what death is. In a really cool way, right? Uh, It also teaches you that you can be friends with anybody, right? Like a Timon and Pumbaa. You got, like, a little meerkat. You didn't know what a meerkat was until you watched it. You find out they're kind of cool. They don't, they're do not they harmless, right? You wouldn't want to see one in your home, but they're harmless, right? We apparently also, we have a wild swine problem in this country that's arising, speaking of Pumbaa, where these pigs are running around, destroying crops, causing things thousands of dollars of land uh damage to people's land and it's fucking up the environment somehow like the 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 balance is off and it's um it's becoming a big deal apparently and at first I thought this was a joke but um but it's uh it's a big it's a big problem wild wild swine feral hogs yeah there's these feral hogs running around all over the country. And um, it's it's a problem. Sorry, the YouTube video just almost started playing. Um, yeah, look up the feral hogs thing. Listen, I gotta go. Um, I got a few things to do real quick. Just some and a couple more quick, exciting updates, and then I'm gonna let you guys all go because I'm all I'm all a little scattered right now. Because I just had like a rest day. I we started a new training program. We're focusing on strength. Um, there's just been a lot of humbling things happen, happening to me lately, but. If you're a client of mine and you listen to this show, if you're a person who's trying to get in shape, trying to get into fitness, trying to maintain, just trying to be healthy in general, maybe you're not uh, training to be a competitive athlete. Maybe you are just training to feel better. Maybe you want, you have a goal. Maybe you want to fit into something nicely. Maybe you have an event coming up and you want to, but you want to go beyond that event and convert your fitness and health and wellness into a lifestyle. There's going to be a lot of humbling moments on the way. There's going to be a lot of, learning your own body that happens and you're not even gonna realize it until like you start figuring out things about yourself that you had no idea before that y- you were this way or you moved this way or this side of your body um is mobile or immobile or strong or needs work right like notice how I, in 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 my line of work too we watch what we say right it's like I'm not I didn't say you're strong or you're weak. You're strong or you need some improvement over here. So it's gonna help your overall overall game, right? It's gonna level you up. Um, but I've learned a lot about myself. And we're starting this new program focusing on strength. And I'd like to get stronger because I'm curious to see what my full potential is, right? I'm very curious and I enjoy what I do and the weather is getting beautiful. And today we are going for a run outside. And there was nothing like running without a shirt on, feeling that heat from the sun on your body, getting a little sweaty, and just enjoying the day, right? Enjoying being outside. Sometimes we're just like, you know, indoors, laying on the couch, and it's comfortable. And we're just like in a gym or in the office or in wherever we're in, you know, get out. Get that fucking vitamin D, baby. That is medicine right there. Listen, guys, I love you all. Take care of yourselves. Take care of the people you love and stick with your journey, even on the hard days. I'm going to leave you with one more thing. I actually was doing a workout. Yes, I was doing an exercise called a push press. And that's when you hold a barbell across the front of your shoulders in a front rack position. And it is way more advantageous to have a full grip with your hands with the bar so you can drive through the legs, and send this bar overhead, generating that power from the ground up, right? It's an overhead press where you get to use your legs. And uh, I struggled with that move for a while just because of poor shoulder mobility, wrist mobility. My lats were tight, and I've been doing so much mobility that now I found my front rack. And I was doing this yesterday. I surprised myself. And no matter how long I've been in the game, no matter how long I've been lifting and training, you're always going to surprise yourself. I There were things I couldn't do. I wrote a note to myself. This is what my point I want to tell you. I wrote a note to myself back in March. I wrote, my push press is garbage. In bold, in all caps. It was a rough day. I remember I felt like shit walking out of the gym. And I wrote this note to myself. I wrote this on March. I'm going to tell you what day it was. I'll tell you exactly what day it was. My push press is garbage. It was on March 30th at 1.54 p.m. Yesterday, I went in the gym. Almost two full months later, my push press was not garbage. Give yourself time. It takes time. Be patient with yourself and trust your journey. Stop looking at other motherfuckers' journeys. Feel like you need to be there. You're on your own journey. Later, later.